Welcome to the Nourishing Africa podcast. Today, we're joined by Nike Anani and Titsi Mutendi, co-founders of African Family Firms, a non-profit pan-African association of family businesses. Given the current global pandemic and a threat to our food system, Nike and Titsi will be discussing how to sustain businesses beyond a global crisis. Nike and Titsi, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Ramat. Um, so we are the co-founders of African Family Firms, AFF for short, and that is a non-profit Pan-African Association of Family Businesses. Our mandate is to be the voice of African family business on this continent to promote sustainable family businesses that will be passed on from generation to generation. And we do this through our activities, which include facilitating networking, community building, education, training, and research. So we work with associations and networks such as Nourishing Africa in providing family business-specific advice so that we see sustainable family businesses. So I'll just do a little bit of more of an introduction on myself. So I am Nike Anani. And I am a family business insider with almost a decade of experience working in our family businesses as a second generation executive. So my passion is next generation. I coach and mentor next generation so that we see sustainable businesses. Hello, everybody. My name is Sitin Tendi and I am a family business consultant. I've worked with family businesses for, I think, almost a decade myself. Um, being partly insider because I own a family business and I grew up um, in a family business which didn't make it to second generation. So Nike, you're very lucky. And um, I've been working with family businesses for almost three years now. I'm very passionate about family businesses in Africa and how they can contribute to the growth of the African economy going forward, Mm -hmm. especially given the tough times we're facing now. It's very critical that family businesses get the critical help and information and just the networking and um, a voice that stands up for them. So on to our topic for the day, which is the COVID-19 crisis and Mm -hmm. sustaining our businesses beyond this global crisis. I mean... Mm -hmm. It's certainly taken the entire world by storm and it's threatening the health of people all over the world. And it's spreading on the continent. We've seen the impact on the global stock markets and commodity prices, which doesn't bode well for the continent of Mm -hmm. Africa. And bringing it home as agribusiness entrepreneurs, it's important that um, you continue to produce package food because prior to this crisis we even faced the crisis of food insecurity Mm. and now with this crisis that might be maybe exacerbated so what is it that we should expect in this period i mean firstly mandatory office closures we've seen in nigeria and lagos state for instance where offices have been told to close unless they're critical services Mm -hmm. and so that will most likely impact on business Um, we should expect potentially lower revenues and 
lower profitability. And we also should see lower productivity from staff if staff are working from home and the like. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I think this, like you said, has been unprecedented. It's um, a space and time where as the as the human race, we have faced similar catastrophes in the past, but I think in this um, space we are a bit more prepared than we were before, because we're a lot more connected and we've got a lot more access to information, which is something that um, didn't happen when the Spanish flu happened and influenza hit people a couple of um, years ago, and I think what really really important um, during this time is to look at ourselves as businesses and and figure out how we can still operate especially those who are on critical services and um, people shouldn't shouldn't believe that critical services are only just the doctors and nurses and medical staff that are out there but the food production chain is very critical at this point in time because you do have grocery stores that are being told to stay open and you've got uh, manufacturing of food manufacturers of food that are being uh, told to stay open as well as um, some uh, people that produce uh, food restaurants and so forth that are choosing to remain open but are uh, offering delivering services especially for those people who cannot cook for themselves and are finding themselves in difficult situations so there is a, a huge value chain which is critical services that isn't getting as much recognition as it should um, on on so many platforms and i think this is why um, this podcast is so important to the nourish africa community because you are providing the critical service that is food and people are going to need food, especially in the space where we don't know how long we're going to be quarantined for. Mm -hmm. But it's also important that as we face this, that we should start looking at not only this period, but the period going forward, because we don't know how long this is going to last. It could last anything from six months to a year, uh, especially on the African continent. And we are also, um, we also have to then put measures now that are just not um, because of the shock we're in, but that will then sustain us going into the future if ever such situations arise again. Yes, completely agree. I think we need to hope for the best, mm-hmm. but plan for the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, taking a long-term view and when we bring it home to agribusiness, as mm-hmm. we're entering into planting season and with mm-hmm. these mandatory shutdowns and some, um, some farmers may not be able to have access to seeds, mm-hmm. probably we need to start thinking about changing our supply chain and looking mm-hmm. for alternative sources. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing to expect is we're probably not going to see strong direction from government. Yes. Um, and we can all agree that oftentimes on the continent, private sector has had to take the lead and it's not going to be any different in this instance, right? That's so correct. I believe it is time for us as agribusiness owners to form a common voice mm-hmm. and start to strongly advocate government on what it is they need to do such that the entire industry does not shut down at a critical point as this in mm-hmm. time. We need to raise consciousness of the extent of how this health crisis may lead to a hunger crisis so they take mm-hmm. action 
So what support do we need our governments to give us at this point in time? Let's mm. come together, let's form a common voice and let's start having the ears of government at this mm. critical point in time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, it's, I think for so long as businesses uh, in, the, in the economy in Africa, family businesses, agribusinesses, we have been silent and we have always looked for the government to give us direction. And I think this situation in itself ha has been pivotal in that if those who are watching carefully and are being affected by it can see that the government the governments are simply not ready. They are not ready from so many points of views and so many um, areas, but it shouldn't affect us because we operate businesses that service communities and communities survive off our businesses. It's a very symbiotic relationship where if we fail the communities, then we are their last um, ray of hope. Mm. So we have to find ways going forward, um, even where after this, to then start influencing policy, which is one of the things we do at um, AFF, looking at working together to influence policy because it's, it, it has been very apparent from the situation that if we do not act as um, the private sector, uh, mm. we are going to find ourselves in this situation more than once because this is not the last pandemic that's going to hit uh, the human race, but it's one that has opened our eyes. For sure, for sure. And so... Um what strategies should we employ to keep running during this crisis, right? Um, mm -hmm. we're, we're probably going to enter into a recession. The, the, the global economy um, is supposed to grow slower or even decline. Mm -hmm. And chances are on this continent, we will follow and enter into one soon. So mm -hmm. we can expect potential layoffs, low mm -hmm. disposable income. Mm -hmm. Right now, as business owners, priority is liquidity. Mm -hmm. um, there's this common saying, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, but cash is reality. So mm -hmm. to keep going over the medium run whilst um, we pressure governments to take action and enable us to keep producing, we mm -hmm. need to ensure that we have cash. So mm -hmm. we need to look at curbing on any unnecessary costs, deferring mm -hmm. any costs that are not time critical, Mm -hmm. and hold on to liquidity as much as possible because the journey ahead may be choppy and we need cash to sell through. Um, and I think also to add to that um, is the key point of communication. Um, I don't know if you face it there in Nigeria because here in Zimbabwe, we have an issue of communication. Uh, businesses do not communicate with their stakeholders. And when I'm talking about stakeholders, I'm talking about people that you owe money, people that owe you money, and the consumers that um, use your goods or your products. In yeah. these times of panic and people being uncertain, we, or we are taking steps that we never thought we would. And, and with some businesses are being forced to close down or scale down. And we have various, various stakeholders. Mm. Things like email lists um, that help you communicate with your stakeholders. In the past, I found that um, as businesses, we, co we collect emails 
and we never use them or we use them when we think there's a potential deal going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we collect uh, other commu- uh, we, uh, contact details from people and we don't use them in critical services. We now need to look at um, cell phone numbers we have, email addresses we have, compile lists while we are in this space where we are forced to, to be sitting in, in, our, in our homes as, uh, or we have critical staff that could be doing this from home. You need those contact details. You need to be sending out a newsletter. You need to be communicating with stakeholders. You need to know, especially as uh, what Nikki was saying in terms of cash flow, the cash coming in are the people that owe you money. The cash going out are the people you need to be paying. They need to have communication on what is going on. If employees are coming to work or they're not coming to work, they need to know, do they still have a job? Or if they still have a job, how can they still be working in a way that is productive to your company and that will still give you money? If you have customers who are not sure how to get your products, if your your usual outlets are not able to open and give uh, products to your customers, um, how do you make sure that your customers are still receiving your product? There's now um, a sudden spike in delivery service companies because there is um, that need for food. Have you, have you ensured that you can set up a de- an in-house delivery service company where people can go and drop off food or drop off consignment in certain areas? off your Mm. product or if you are uh, dropping off to farmers if you are seed companies and you need to drop off seeds to farmers can they still be supplied have you worked out chains that allow you to do it have you worked together i think our networking that we've put together for AFF is to ensure that family businesses can speak uh, with each other and in these times is to understand which family business does what you can form a consortium with a family business that has uh, access to fuel that can literally provide fuel for all the services that you need. It's one of those things, communication, communication, communication. We're in a space where we're being confined. Communication is the only way we can get word out there and we can hear back from the people we are serving or the people who are serving us. I completely agree, especially when we're all kind of taking it a day at a time and just evaluating what's happening. And so it's extremely important that we continue to communicate Mm -hmm. with our stakeholders. Mm -hmm. I think also in this season, it's important to, um, to look at field safety plans. So if you do carry on production, mm-hmm. um, are we ensuring that we are providing all our workers with the right PPE equipment, mm-hmm. with you know, face masks, with protective gear, so that they are, their health and safety is number one and protected, mm-hmm. right? To be able to um, operate. And also working from home plants, this is a, a, a new season for most of us in Africa as we've typically been working physically, right? Mm-hmm. So whilst you may have back office support staff that will be mm-hmm. working from home, um, what are the policies that are surrounding that? Are you mm-hmm. providing them with mobile Wi-Fi so that they're able to keep working and things like that so mm-hmm. we can have smooth sailing? Mm-hmm. So I think um, with those three strategies, um, given you a number of tips on yeah. how you can keep running during this crisis mm-hmm. and not just during this crisis, we're thinking beyond, right? Because we're building businesses that will out 
outlive, you know, this temporary setback. And I do say temporary because that's what it is. Setbacks come in different forms. And we should, as family businesses, we should expect that setbacks will come from time to time. We may not know what these setbacks are, but we should build our businesses so that they thrive beyond these setbacks. I'm thinking... In terms of, of beyond, first two tips in terms of communication and also um, revenue are very, very critical. When we get comfortable in running our businesses, we tend to invest in things that really don't matter or that we are not ready for or they're not critical. We need to start looking at our businesses as agile businesses. This is a, a very critical time for us to focus on agility as businesses agility means producing at maximum and minimizing costs and it's really really important that especially in this time where revenues are going to be down you're going to be watching your pocket at every turnaround let it just not be limited to this time where um it's it's a lean it's the lean time let us learn from even um for those that are Christian from the Bible, when um, Joseph took over uh, in the management of Egypt and there was the issue of those seven years of uh, famine and then mm. uh, after the seven years of plenty. And I think we've gone through a space where there was years where we had plenty and now we're going into a space where we, had, we are facing famine. The world um, in general and businesses were getting too extravagant. We're thinking too much about scaling without thinking of scaling in an agile manner, scaling with, with minimum resources. And we're being forced into a space where we now have to scale with very minimum resources. And to add on to that, you have to communicate, start using things like the internet to, to ensure that you're using every tool possible to open those lines of communication, to find out what you really need to supply to your stakeholders and then use the resources you have and save, save, save. I think it's really important that, especially during the time when there's plenty to save because now we're, um, we're in a space where we don't have money and, or money is being dr- drastically cut. We need to think about where to get it because we haven't saved. I completely agree. And I think it's important that we're building businesses of the future. And if we're building businesses of the future, we need to understand where the world is moving towards, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we have this temporary crisis, um, but it's even in the midst of the crisis, it's not affecting all industries in a uniform pattern. So we're seeing telecommunications and pharmaceutical industries boom, right? So um, as you alluded to, people will continue to eat, what is changing is where they're eating so we can get to the end customer through um, home deliveries and things like that. And those that have money may change. Those that are in these industries, those industries will continue to grow. Other industries that we expect to continue to grow are biotech, healthcare supply, and security. So positioning our businesses to, um, to be able to benefit from those growth of industries will be very important. I think also we need to learn the lesson of the season as business owners, and that is that adversity will come. Are we prepared in the next adversity to have cash such that we can thrive? So it's important to 
start to come up with a plan to diversify so that as business owners, we have a wealth portfolio that has very little correlation with our underlying businesses. So we continue to build that. So it's um, low correlation in terms of asset type, industry, um, currency, and geography. So that when the next crisis comes, we know that we have liquidity for three to six months that can protect business, protect the family. Because the truth of the matter is, as agribusinesses, you're important to the food security of the nation. You're important to providing employment for so many people and you're important to communities. So we need you to thrive so that the whole value chain thrives. The issue of raising funds and strategic partnerships within um, this period of, in time, it's very difficult, uh, I know, for most businesses because banks are going to be closed. And especially in Africa, we don't have um, the support systems of governments and funders as um, the, the Western and Eastern um, economies do have. What would be really important is um, for those who have continued to operate to be able to keep meticulous um, accounts of books and also to be able to document the measures that they have put in to um, handle this business crisis time. Because when funders look at um, businesses to fund, they're going to look at businesses that have been able to continue operations, but also keep their staff safe and also communicate with uh, stakeholders. They're going to look at businesses that are maintaining transparency, but are also uh, being critical service providers during this time where everything else is failing. Um, that will give uh, a lot of businesses that are continuing on and being focused and being transparent access to international funding because there is going to come a time where international funders will be looking and saying who needs help during this time to get back onto their feet. And so if those businesses that are not ready, those businesses that have not been um, prepared for this or are not in this time uh, at this point in time creating measures where they can either continue operations or they can make sure that after this um, has passed their operations continue as normal there's going to be issues of making sure that your business is up to standard internationally yes for sure i think those are really excellent points and Funders of today, particularly like development finance institutions and impact funds and things, what's really critical to them also is what impact are you making in terms of the impact on rural um, players in your value chain? How many women, for instance, are you employing or impacting positively on? So impact also is something that we should look at very critically and not neglect in the time of this um, temporary setback. All right. Amazing, amazing insights, ladies. That was wonderful. And I personally learned a lot from your discussion. And I am sure that our agri-food businesses and entrepreneurs have done the same. So thank you so much for the insights. We appreciate your support. We appreciate this discussion, most especially at this time when everyone is trying to figure out what to do, how to be sustainable, and how to simply thrive beyond this period. These are really, really great insights. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nikke and Titsi. Um, you can check out the organization websites 
Nikkei, if you can provide the website and a way to reach across to you, to our listeners. Yes, our website is www.africanfamilyfirms.org and you can reach us on city at africanfamilyfirms.org or nikia at africanfamilyfirms.org fantastic thank you so much Titi. um i think what's really important for everyone right now is despite the panic that is going on to take a moment take a deep breath and um try to focus I know it's very difficult. I know everybody's panicking. Everyone's scared for their loved ones, scared for their businesses. But it's um, always keeping a level head in times of panic that allows us to see more clearly and to be able to make it through the panic. And um, I'm just hoping that everyone stays safe and ensures that their businesses and their loved ones stay safe during this difficult time. Thank you so much for that. Safety is really important in this period. All right, listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode. Do join us next time. Bye-bye.